Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be our guest. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. That's right, you made it to the weekend. The weekend is upon us. This is Nick, and I am here with Vicky, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. This is episode 341, and we'll be chatting with our Casey friend Andrew about his recent Disneyland trip. Before we start, we would like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. I'm looking at their website right now, and they have a blog up just released, New Dining Locations at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. In this episode, we're talking to listener Andrew out of KC, and he just recently got back from a trip from Disneyland. And Andrew, I'm so glad you're back on. It's been about, what, a year and a half since you came on and talked to us about your trip to Disney World, staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, right, bud? Yeah, it was uh, April last year. Wait a minute. Yeah, so... So yeah, so it's been a while. I'm glad you were off and you found some time to talk with us, and I can't wait to hear all of your fun stories. And I do have a, a silly question that we'll, we'll get to later on in the episode that I really want to ask, and and I'll give you a hint, weirdo with a beardo. So I'm sure you already know exactly what I'm talking about, and I, I can't I can't wait to get there. But first, dude, why don't you talk to our listeners and explain what type of trip you just got back from? Yeah, so we... Uh went to Disneyland. We had some friends that moved out to California and their daughter and my daughter were in kindergarten together and we're friends in first grade. And it was her birthday and they just moved there like two months ago because she didn't really have any close friends. So we told them, hey, we will meet you at Disneyland. And we did. So that was kind of like a little birthday party for the girls. And we did Disneyland for five days and then stayed a week down in La Jolla and kind of chilled on the beach and now I had to come back to work and it's you know always depressing now you were after Disneyland yeah you were there in La Jolla which is by Miramar and I spent some time there did, did you get a chance to race by the runway and put your your hand out the window with the thumbs up just like the cruise uh, I uh, actually not this time but last time I did go to the bar in San Diego where they had the piano scene from Top Gun, and uh, it's actually called Kansas City Barbecue, so just go check it out. It's pretty delicious. Yeah, that's that's out there by Coronado, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. San Diego. Okay, downtown San Diego. Now, I think you've already answered my question. It was your friend out that recently moved out there that was uh, had the beard, and I'm assuming, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, 
He looks like he's fun to hang around. He reminds me of the guy from The Hangover with the with the yeah. big old beard. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, the very first time we met them was at a birthday party, and it was uh, it was Harry Potter themed, which I I guess is universal. We can still talk about that. But he uh, his daughter was looking through a uh, a Harry Potter coloring book and got to a picture of Hagrid and goes, "Look, mommy, it's Daddy." And so, ever since then... Oh, that's priceless. I've hysterically called him Hagrid, and he hates it, but it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, no, there's some well, he, good people. He looks like a blast, though, man. He looks like a, a fun guy to hang out with. His pictures, are the pictures that you posted of you guys on the various rides, priceless. Yeah, no, he's a he's a tattoo artist out in San Clemente, California now. Evan Batito, if you ever uh, are out that way, you should look him up. I'm sure he would love your business. Also, he's a he's a he's a, a fellow artiste, huh? Yeah. Did he give you a tattoo while you were there? Uh, no, because then I couldn't get in the ocean, so I can't get tattoos on vacation. Mm. Oh, I didn't see you in the ocean anyway in any of the pics, Andrew. Oh, uh, it's because I don't want to ruin my phone. <laughs> He doesn't want to ruin his phone. That's a pretty simple answer. Okay. All right. So did you guys fly or did you drive out to uh, Disneyland? Drove. Oh, 24 hours, 26 with some pit stops. But uh, Andrew is a professional driver. <laughs> He's a policeman. Like Does that make him a professional driver? Well, of yeah, course. Yeah. He's in the car 24-7. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the, way, the way it works is, I don't know, your listeners know, I right now we're the midnight shift. Uh, which has given me the unique ability to sleep anywhere and everywhere. So, so I got home from work. I actually had court, and then got home and got straight in the car, and promptly went to sleep. And so I woke up somewhere in Colorado, and uh, my wife was driving, and then I took over. I was able to drive all night. It's uh, for sanity's sake, keeping the kids asleep while you're driving really uh, makes it go by a lot faster. But Definitely. Either you drug them, drug them up, or you, you drive while at night. Oh, you just, I agree. Just exhausted. Drive overnight. So, what restaurant did you stay at there in Colorado? You posted some pictures. Of, no, uh, no, no, no. He trail. or not stayed at. I, I think he it was like a restaurant, and then like the hotel was right across the street or something, right? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. On the way out there, we stopped in Vail and ate at a place called Moe's, and it had a little playground. We let the kids run around on for an hour, and then uh, got back in the car and kept on going. But that was that was pretty much the only other gas stations we made on the way out there so it's kind of ridiculous wow so wait a minute am i I hearing this right you didn't actually stay in colorado you drove through oh no we literally from from driveway to anaheim was like 26 hours it's like a and you didn't stay you did not stay at a hotel three and a half hour drive no we did it in one straight shot i told you he's a pro his him and his wife are pros at driving my husband would rather die yeah (laughs) On, on the way back, we did have to sleep in the car for like six hours so we didn't die. Because getting there is always easier because you're excited, but coming back home is not as much fun. Yeah, but you made record time, man. I saw the picture you sent me. So take us through, man. So where did you stay? <laughs> so uh, against better recommendations from Nick, we decided to stay at the cheapest place uh, there <sighs> because it was only a hotel or a motel, rather, and I've been told if your motel ends in a number, you know it's classy. We stayed at one and only Motel 6 Anaheim Bingate. Nick! Um, which, hey, which is, I uh, tried getting him to stay at the Grand uh, Californian, but yeah. he wouldn't go for it. Yeah, no, it was, uh, since this was kind of an add-on to a vacation, it was a very budget-conscious add-on, um, and, and that's where Motel 6 came in. I will tell you, um, I have three kids. We are... Not the quietest people in the world, but like they're they're pretty well behaved, and we're not you know out of control. 
the only time I've ever been complained on for being noisy was at the Motel 6 in Anaheim. And that was That's priceless. My, my kids uh, kept opening and closing the door at 9 a.m. the day we were checking out. I'm like, <laughs> the guy came over and was like, like buddy, you gotta stop opening and closing the door. I'm trying to sleep. Like, maybe, maybe it's time to wake up because it's, it's 9 a.m. You are in California, buddy. Yeah, Southern true, California true, at that, so, you know, that, that is awesome. But, so, the room was, the room was nice. The, uh, the clientele and the corridors, maybe not as high class as I, uh, would have liked. If I did it again, I probably would stay somewhere else, but like I said, it was a place to sleep before we went back to the park, so. You should have told him, well, it's noon where I live and people are already awake. Yeah, well, and my kid, Eli, he wakes up at 6 a.m. no matter what, so. I'm not used to this staying or getting up at nine thing. It's a very foreign idea to me. So this was, was this your first time at Disneyland? Yeah, well, uh, so if you don't count when I was like four, then yes. Okay, yeah, we're not going to count that one. (laughs) Right off the bat, what was the first thing you realized the difference between world and land? Uh, The the biggest difference that Eli tugged me on the shirt and stares at the castle and goes, Dad, it's so tiny. Uh, I, I was not expecting... Like, I knew it was smaller. Everybody had told me it was smaller. I'd seen pictures, but just something when you walk around the corner, it's like the size of a really large of house. Of your house? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the size of your house. <laughs> yes, it, it, it is a similar size to my house. It is not uh, not anywhere near as, as big and as grand as as Disney World, um, but still neat in its its own, own respect, but it definitely didn't have the, the wow factor. And it's kind of neat. You go in; it's kind of old school theme park. You still have the turnstiles. Yep, yeah. It was it was definitely different. Not having a magic band since our we kind of got back into going to Disney World a lot. Um, I don't know, 2013 or 14, maybe. Um, but anyway, it was it was after the magic band had been implemented. So I, in my adult life, I don't know a magic bandless Disney World, and it was a it was a much different experience. Oh, for sure, because that magic band is tethered to everything. Your fast passes, your room key, entrance to the park, charging items, you know, back to the room or on your card. Uh, definitely very, very, very convenient. And I've always said, you know, on this on the show, I do not know why both uh, theme parks here in the States are on, seem to be on completely different systems. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, the, their difference in the fast passes, it, it makes sense because, you know, they say it's more of a locals park. And not having to worry about doing something months in advance if you know want to run down there on Saturday makes complete sense to me. But the lack of, of yeah, how, fans, I'm not sure. How did that? How did that go for you? How did that work well with your family? The Max Pass system. It, it, it works really well. Um, I don't think it's better or worse than the Disney World system. Uh, if, if you're a super planner, you can probably get a little more advantage out of the Disney World system. Uh, however, you have to, you know plan way in advance and sometimes that's not much fun I guess it depends on who you are um but yeah we were able to do you know whatever we wanted pretty much um just had to plan it out a little bit and run and get some fast passes and they still give you the paper fast pass even though it's all completely linked to your ticket like I don't understand why it prints out the piece of paper but I've been using them as bookmarks though so it's kind of fun <laughs> nice buddy so you were there for for how many days there at Magic Kingdom in um, we had a California five, Adventure a five day ticket so like four and a half days 
we were at the park. So. Take us through, buddy. So what were some of the really uh, grand or really neat experiences that you had at Magic Kingdom? And then you can transition to California Adventure and then right down there at Downtown Disney on that main drag and maybe some places you, you shopped and, and had some dinner with the family. Yeah, so we... We went in with the mentality, or at least I did. Maybe my family wanted to kill me for this. That uh, these these five days were going to be the park days. We're going to go, you know, all or nothing, uh, 90 miles an hour, and exhaust ourselves. And then the San Diego portion of the vacation will be the relaxing, sleeping on the beach. So we tried to cram as much stuff in as we could. Um, so we went to Disneyland two and a half times. Um, and obviously, it's somewhat familiar uh, because it's a lot like Magic Kingdom. Um, but we went there the first day, and you know the kids just loved it. My youngest daughters, um, five and seven, but the five-year-old is uh, much larger than her sister. They're actually the same height, which is 48 and a half inches. So we could ride everything at both parks. So uh, they both got to do Space Mountain for the first time. Um, or well, the youngest one got to do it for the first time. Um, so that was pretty exciting. And Space Mountain and Disneyland is side-by-side cars. And I, I think that they redo the track. I don't know. It feels way smoother than the one in Disney World. It was a much more pleasant experience for sure. Interesting. Okay. I've never heard that. Very interesting. Well, they, I think they, we reported that they refurbished that one, that, that it had been closed recently. So maybe that was part of it. Yeah. Maybe they worked on the track system. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was, in my opinion, by far better. Uh, we're also Star Wars people. I have to get out there sometime when they turn it into hyperspace mountain, but that, that trip was not this trip, so maybe maybe later. Um, but that's something I'd, I'd really like to see. But Yeah, they do that They do that often. How did you like... Go ahead, man. Oh, no, I don't no, no, want no, to right. interrupt you. How did you like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? How did that fare versus the Walt Disney World version? It was great. I, I mean, Pirates one of our favorite rides for the, for the dark rides. Um, of course, I'd be lying if I didn't hope in the back of my mind that Johnny Depp would actually be there because we were in Anaheim, but unfortunately, no, he was not. So I just got to see a bunch of, bunch of robots. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I was trying to pick up on, you know, oh, this is different and that's different. And some of the stuff was, was lost on me, I'm sure, but uh, it was, it was really enjoyable. I think one of our, our, our favorite differences between the two parts, um, is the Indiana Jones ride. Uh, I mean, we, we like the dinosaur ride all good and well, but we're, we're also big Indiana Jones fans. So that was, I told you to love that one, buddy. Yeah. That thing is amazing. And that, and that Jeep in itself has like a million different combinations that it can actually propel and drive forward Yeah, the way that it turns and swivels. It, there's like a million different combos. It's crazy. So literally every ride is different. Now, piggy going back to Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. I love the beginning of that ride, you know, and you can hear, you know, you can hear the person in the rocking chair and the banjo and you're going around Blue Bayou. Yes. Amazing. I don't think there's a grander entrance to a ride, in my opinion, among collectively among all the parks. Dare I say the world, Vicky? I I don't know. I probably shouldn't because I haven't been to any parks uh, on the other side of the globe, but especially here in the States, as far as East Coast, West Coast. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I I love the the entrance to the ride. Like I said, it's just the level of detail they have in everything. Uh, Like I said, all I can compare it back to is the the amusement parks uh, I experienced growing up. The local, you know, Six Flags. We have a world of fun here, and I grew up going to Silver Dollar City a lot, and the 
uh, I mean, the, the detail is just not there in any of those. So, uh, Disneyland really I, nails it on the head. I need to, I need to ask you because Nick says that the small world at Disneyland is much much better in his opinion than at Disney World. So I was just wanting to get another view. Oh yeah, it's, it's a much yeah. grander scope. That's yeah, another ride and I forgot that one. Yeah, it's neat because uh, I'm sure like you told you, it starts outside and there's a bunch of uh, the topiary, is that what you call like the shaped bushes? Uh, sure. The, <laughs> we'll call it that if not. If, if it isn't, Brad seems to whatever it was. Um, Fancy bushes. Yeah, but like, you know, the, the bushes shaped like a moose and an alligator and whatnot. Um, so those were, were pretty interesting and I... I've, I do It's a Small World quite a bit. I don't know if I noticed at Disney World, does It's a Small World have uh, little dolls of characters all throughout it? Because there was like a Stitch doll yes. in the Hawaii world. And like Yes, they do. They have room. Stitch. Yep. And they have Buzz Lightyear hanging uh, okay. up as well. Yep. I must have just been like completely zoned out the past hundred times I rode It's a Small World at Disney World. Cause well, how I could noticed, you not, buddy? I noticed that a lot more this time than I did, did then, but... Did you also notice, you know, c- comparing the parks, I'm sorry, I mean, this isn't like a, a show where we're comparing, but there seem to be more characters out and about walking around there at Disneyland. Did you notice that as well? Um, I noticed some people, well, what I did notice is when they were out and about, they didn't seem to have a problem with you stopping and saying hi. Uh, almost all of my experiences at Disney World were, hey, you know, we're walking to this place, you've got to go here and we've got to do that. At Disneyland, a couple of them, you know, were like, oh, hey, like, uh, Mrs. Incredible walked by and she stopped and took a picture with us, and, you know, on her way to wherever her little meet and greet thing was. So that's, that's the biggest takeaway I got from that part. Where did you eat, bud? What dining, what dining reservations did you make? Uh, well, we, we made a blue bayou and we canceled it. Um, because it, we had a party of five and we were having a really hard time getting a reservation exactly when we wanted it because the original one we made um, due to we did Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique for the birthday party and I kind of threw a wrench and I had to change my reservation so um, we just did some quick service so like I said this was a, a thrifty addition to the trip so what we normally try to do is uh, we'll bring lunch meat and sandwich stuff and then cereal for the kids and we'll eat breakfast in the room and then we try to only eat one like meal we pay for a day um so we hit up a lot of the the quick service places um at disneyland uh we the kids got some corn dog we got a taco salad at the mexican place in Frontierland, and it was it was pretty i thought that was a really good value for money my wife and i shared it and it was only like 12 bucks um the only actually restaurant we ate at was we ate at the lamplight lounge in california adventure skip ahead to there we can sure thing take us over there that that park is just equally as awesome as the magic kingdom yeah so that was that was probably the biggest um uh, I, I don't know it had it had the the new car smell to it because it was completely new uh you know i knew very little about it. i purposely didn't try to read too much about it so i could you know try to get that that first time experience um we had a lamplight lounge was this uh themed after the pixar lamplight it's kind of right on the entrance to the pier, to the new Pixar pier. And it was a, it's, it's kind of a, a more upscale lounge. Um, and we happened to just kind of, they, you can make reservations. We didn't have one. We just walked past and were starving and asked if they had room. And they told us they could seat us downstairs. Um, but I'll tell you what, I don't remember our, our waiter's name, but he was he was the king of the upsell. Because uh, 
my uh, my wife was eyeballing some lobster nachos just to give you kind of an idea. Lobster nachos as an nice. uh, appetizer were twenty bucks. Um, which oh my gosh, lo- lobster nachos twenty bucks. That's not. I mean, it's not cheap, but lobster but they give nachos, you a lot though. Yeah, lobster's not cheap, and it's a theme park, you know, so that was fine. Uh, and our waiter just kind of, he had already been pushing the drinks real hard and, and everything. He's like, hey, well, we got lobster nachos, we can do chicken nachos, we can do steak nachos, we can do this, we can do that. You know, I, I can do a supreme nacho for you if you want. So we're like, sure, let's, uh, let's do the supreme nacho. And so, uh, it comes out and it was, I, I, I kid you not, it was literally probably the best nachos I've ever eaten. Um, it had chicken, it had steak, it had bacon, it had, um, avocados. Like it was, it was, Amazing, and then the bill came, and it was the twenty dollars lobster nachos plus six dollars for steak plus three dollars for bacon plus however much for chicken, and uh, ended up being a forty dollars plate of nachos. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, it was. I was like, oh wow, yeah. Didn't necessarily realize we were going there. So, um, but like I said, that's that's literally. And so that meal, which we essentially. I mean, pretty much what they have are a bunch of fancy appetizers. Um, and that's kind of just the mood. You don't, you sit at a, it's not like a table table. It's kind of like a relaxing chair. Um, but we had a couple of drinks and all that and it ended up being like 120 bucks, um, for the five of us, which is quite a bit of money, but that's not bad. I was good. Uh, for, for five people. Nachos, but I, I, I reined it back in. I had this is vacation. This is the only actual meal we've eaten out. And, uh, like I said, we both had drinks and the kids got a little fun, bubbly kids drink thing. And it was, it was a good sure. time. So sometimes you just gotta let it go and, you know, make memories and not freak out about the money. So how was Pixar up here? It was good. Like I said, I, I had nothing to compare it to. I, I had never, ever been to California Adventure before. Um, so I, like I said, I, uh, the kids arguably their favorite, uh, ride, they will tell you that and they'll change it every 10 minutes. Um, but they they love the Incredicoaster, and uh, it was my girl's first time to go upside down on a roller coaster because they previously were not tall enough for rock and roller coaster. And, and I want to uh, give her props, by the way. I, I really, really do. Uh, you know, I don't. Hopefully, I'm not misquoting here, but I believe that is the fastest ride roller coaster from both parks on the east and west coast. And for your little girl to go on that, I when you sent that picture, I was shocked. I really was. And then I thought to myself, well, good for her, you know, to be so brave and to go on that ride. So shout out to her, buddy. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the, uh, she's, well, I think a lot of it comes with being the youngest of three. You know, you gotta, you gotta get tough or die. But she, uh, the picture from our very first time down Splash Mountain was priceless. Because typically in Splash Mountain, um, at Disney World, it's, you know, the, you can sit by somebody. At Disneyland, it's all, tandem so you can't sit by anybody right uh, i never really realized it before i went back and looked at all of our previous pictures of her on splash mountain and every single one of them her face is buried into my arm or my wife's arm or papa's arm or something right uh but this one uh was just sheer terror uh, no another way to describe it she just looked mortified um but as soon as she hit the bottom she thought it was the best thing ever uh so i guess she just likes to scare the heck out of herself i'm not not sure and you got some really great pictures from all the rides. And the, the one picture that I that really caught my eye was your front, your buddy in the back. I, th- I, I think he's in the back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I yeah. I remember looking at the picture thinking, who is this guy? Like, he's not part of their family, but he looks fun. 
And yeah. uh, you just you just had some really cool pictures, and that was one of them. I know Vicky's going to upload those to our Facebook page here this evening or tomorrow. So listeners, look out for those as well. Yeah, Andrew sent us a lot of photos, a lot of really neat photos, and those are going to be up on our Facebook page at the Mousecapades Podcast. Yeah, so just a, a background story on that one. So we, uh, you know, we're we're two dads that uh, you know obviously have kids. That's what makes us dads, uh, but. Sometimes we try not to be the most responsible. We like to still have fun and live life. Uh, so we're on this, we're on a Splash Mountain, and uh, his daughter was the one in the very, very front seat. And she was, uh, I don't think amusement parks uh, are her forte, the thrill ride. She was terrified. Uh, and she was crying and crying, but not like a true. I'm afraid cry. It, it appeared to me, at least to an outside observer, as uh, I really want some attention crying. Um, so we were pretty lighthearted with it and, you know, probably incorrectly so. I thought it was hilarious. But that's why I'm not a school teacher and you are, because uh, I, I can laugh at kids' terror. Um, well, trust me, we uh, we do too. We just we just don't admit it. We have to laugh not to cry. Exactly. Exactly. But so we were messing around on the ride and just laughing about this and that and, you know, he had never been to Disneyland before, and uh, the, the somewhat inappropriateness of uh, Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear on that ride, some of the, uh, the poses they find themselves in just are, are I don't know, uh, precarious to an outsider. It, it, just, it, it looks kind it's of funny. Um, so we were having a good time with that, and we're going up the hill. I'm like, hey, the picture's coming up. What are we going to do? He goes, let's play dead. So, so we, uh, we pretended that we were... Uh, we're dead on the back of the ride and, you know, got a, a great family heirloom so, photo that our children's children will hang above their mantles. So that is what you were doing. I couldn't. I'm, <laughs> it's as simple as that. I'm like, what are they doing? And, yeah. Oh, plain dead. Yeah, we're just being stupid. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to. That's, that is awesome. Going back over to California Adventure. One fun ride uh, is the. Oh, geez. I'm drawing a blank. Vixie. Vicky. Cereal. Oh, my gosh. Cereal. Cereal. <laughs> No. Serious? Oh my gosh. Monsters Inc. Oh, I absolutely yeah. love that ride. Yeah, so we, we rode that. That was a, a day. So we, we are firm believers in the go back and take a nap in the middle of the day plan. Uh, that's the only way that we can we can go through the parks. We uh, my family we go to bed or my wife and kids go to bed at about eight thirty or nine every day. Um, my wife included, because uh, we go to bed early and get up early. Um, so if we want to do anything remotely, you know, fireworky or nighttime show uh, a nap is required um, so one day my wife and girls were still taking a nap and me and Eli were getting kind of restless so we said hey let's go back to the park and make us a fast pass because we, we didn't have max pass that day and so we made a fast pass we're kind of wandering around and there were some pretty long lines we're like hey what's this this Monsters Inc. thing and it was shoved away way over in the corner I wouldn't even known it was there had I not been staring at what had the shortest line and it was great. It was, uh, you know, colorful. Had a that that detail that, like I said, Disney knows how to do. Yeah, and your your son was doing a pretty good impersonation there at the end of the ride. Yes, he uh, he loves to impersonate Ron. That is his favorite uh, his favorite impression to do ever. Um, in fact, let me wander around for a second because he uh, he was very excited that I was going to be on the podcast because he heard I listened to the podcast on the drives because. I listened to a lot of podcasts because I didn't want to fall asleep. And uh, they said something about, or he said something about me, and he got very excited and thought I was famous. And I was, well, not, not quite, but uh, you got to get him on so he can do the impersonation. Very the prospect of being 
on the podcast. So I've been standing outside. I want to go back in my house into the crazy zone. So I apologize for any background noise. No, find him, and he needs to be put on the spot to do his best Roz impersonation. All right, let's see. What we got going on here? Oh, he's playing computer games. Eli, I hear stop that for a second. A child playing computer games. Imagine that. Hello. Hey there, buddy. You're currently on the Mouse Kids podcast. We want you to give you. We want you to give us and our listeners your best Roz impersonation. Okay. How is it? It sounds pretty good to me. Let's hear some more. Yeah, Roz. How are you today? Good. So you're you're not gonna get me in trouble for clocking into. Watching you, Mike Wazowski. Always watching you. That's pretty good, buddy. Is that your favorite Disney movie? Uh, one of my favorites is Wally. Oh. oh, you and my son, I think, need to meet. My son likes Wally, and he does Mike. Uh, he does Roz also impressions. What's Roz's uh, favorite Disney film? I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right, buddy, that's great. Thanks, Eli. Thank you so much. That was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That was neat. Oh, nice he's, he's pretty. He's pretty good at that, buddy. Yeah, he's been I think he's going he's he's going to give uh what's that guy's name Brian Hall who does all the impersonations of all the Disney, the Disney characters. characters and sings he, he's going to give him a run for his money someday. <laughs> he just might. That's awesome, but yeah, that that ride in itself is really neat the detail you're absolutely right. My favorite scene is the door scene when you're going through and all the doors are hanging and all the craziness inside that room. When I went through that room, it was sort of like that feeling when you're on the frozen ride and, and the boat goes backwards and you have Elsa just shooting out her powers and, you know, the ice going everywhere, that that dramatic scene. That scene there and that ride, too. I remember when, we, when you when you go around, you finally enter that room. I was blown away by that scene. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. Like I said, especially it was a ride I went in with zero expectations. So it was same here. I remember thinking the exact same thing when I got on that ride uh, with my buddy Dave. He went on that trip with me. You were there, I believe, before Bugs Land closed. Did you get to take your kids to Bugs Land? Oh, we walked through it. Did Bugs Land close? I just had no idea. Yes, it, it's closing because they're doing the Marvel. I believe that's right. Yeah, they're making oh. way for Marvel stuff. Well, I uh, we walked through it. We didn't. <laughs> I refilled my water bottle in the bathroom. It was, it was a neat scene. Bugs Life is not... Uh, that was my my kids. I don't think I've even never seen that movie, so there's not a an emotional connection there. And a lot of the rides were, you know, the smaller kitty rides, so we didn't really stop for that. We were kind of seeking the bigger thrills. Um, but it was it was really well themed. Uh, sad to see it go. Did you walk around downtown Disney area? Uh, we didn't. So our hotel. Uh, now I'm all turned around. Was straight the other direction of downtown Disney. Um, so we took the buses sometimes, which were the opposite direction of downtown Disney. And uh, we we just walked straight back to the hotel sometimes because it was like a 10-minute walk. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. Um, like I said, we were, we were saving most of our recreational leisure wander around time for uh, the second half of the vacation. So... Which is really neat. You spent some time out there in La Jolla, and it's just absolutely beautiful out there. I know you've, you've been to the aquarium out there before. Did you get a chance to go there again with your family? Uh, we didn't actually. I've, I've not been to the aquarium. We've been to the zoo. Oh, okay. I, I, okay, got it. Um, the Balbo- Balboa, right? Zoo? Yeah, well, it's uh, San Diego Zoo. It's in Balboa Park. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, one of like two places or maybe three in the United States where they have pandas. 
think yes, that is, and it's amazing zoo. That yeah. that place is blew yeah, to my mind when I also uh, like a zoo with theme park prices because it's like super fifty expensive. bucks or something. Yeah. yeah, to get in, unless you're military, you get in for free. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. They don't extend that favor to police officers, but uh, I did get on the U.S. way for free. They, they there you go. Did you well? Did you ask Andrew? I did last time I had asked at the zoo. Okay. Okay. They don't do that. So, what I really love about that zoo, and I know this isn't Disney listeners, but hey, it's okay. We're talking about Andrew's. Uh, we can call it the, the Southern California Pass. Yeah. There you go. That Disney offers. We'll just we'll just call it that. But at that zoo, the San Diego Zoo, it's really neat because you, you really do feel like out of all the zoos I've been to, you know, the animals are caged up and everything, and you get that feeling that the animals are caged up, and you're staring at them, and they're staring at you. But something to compare it to is like. Uh, Kilimanjaro Safari, where you're 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 in their area, their territory, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. yet th- they're still caged in, but really they're not. They 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 look like the perception is that they're they're free roaming. Sort of the same thing with San Diego Zoo. I really love how you're walking around in their habitat. Yeah, I, I like so the Kansas City Zoo here. Um, they're they like to brag about their enclosures, which are. Um, Massive, uh, you know, like multiple acres for um, most all of the animals, um, which is great for the animals. Uh, you can't necessarily see the animals all the time because sometimes they're way over there. Um, but what the San Diego Zoo does right yeah, is, is the enclosures, you know, seem PETA friendly or <laughs> whatever you want to call that. But, uh, but yeah, you can you can see them all, and it's like super shaded because uh, that's always like it. So yes. At our zoo, because there's just so much sun, um, but, but there it's And all, so many trails. Yeah, yeah, it's, it seems, and it's a lot more, even though it's way bigger than our zoo, and it it, uh, it, it holds way more people, uh, it just, something about it feels a little more intimate, and I, I think it is, uh, you know, the, the trails and the smaller paths and whatnot, so. Did you get a chance to go on the uh, ski lift? Uh, yeah, we have. Like I said, we, we actually we didn't go to the zoo this trip, but we did last trip. Because um, we've oh, okay. We've also been to San Diego every year for the past like, three or four years. So okay. So um, what beach did you hit up then afterwards? Uh, we, so I've always told Vicky, you know, you need a vacation for your vacation, and you did it absolutely the correct way. Yeah. So so a big focus of this one was uh, our friends that moved out there. We wanted to you know hook up with them and and. We pretty much chill on the beach most every day. So they live in San Clemente, um, which is uh, south of Anaheim, about an hour north of San Diego. Uh, so kind of in there between, but it's a it's a beach community. Um, so we hit up their beach a couple times. Um, we of course stayed in La Jolla, went to the La Jolla beaches, the Wind and Sea, the Children's Cove. Um, you know, looked at the seals and the sea lions. Um, we also went over to Coronado one day. Now I'm a Eli also is a his new uh, aspirations is he wants to be a Navy pilot. Um, so um, Coronado is obviously the beach is right next to the, the naval base, um, which has aircraft of all kinds flying in and out constantly. So it's like a yes, it's like it a is an amazing sight. You get to see the the Seahawks, and they had old uh, like World War II era planes that were flying some formations and. And all the jets that were flying in, I was, I said it was, for for our specific brand of nerddom, it was it was a pretty amazing experience. I like going to 
Coronado a lot. And it also like brightens your spirit of being an American, does it not? I mean, I did when I oh, when yeah. landed. You could see it from the air when I landed, and then you know eventually venturing out there from Miramar, and you have all the the battleships and you know I don't know all the other the destroyers and everything else. And yeah, yeah, we were. And the aircraft carriers are like, oh my gosh, America, yeah. all, all the way. Exactly. We're sitting there boogie boarding, and then there's a destroyer is leaving the bay, and just kind of you know like a mile out offshore. It's it's a it's a feeling that's hard to replicate. And all that steel, like it is truly amazing. After you and know you've floats. gone on, like yeah, and it floats. <laughs> like like you said, you went on USS Midway, and you realize how much steel it takes to build one of those ships. Yeah. Right. They are and, and, and yes, and the friggin' thing floats. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty amazing, but. We also, uh, I'll tell you, we went to Torrey Pines Glide Port, which is where, uh, so there's a big cliff uh, right by the beach. The air, you know, comes in from the sea, hits the cliff, goes straight up, and uh, can propel hang gliders and uh, parachutists and everything. So we went over there and watched them. And then uh, we went down to Black's Beach because it was a very secluded beach, and we had read some stuff, and we... We did know As Vicky's shaking her head, yes, that's right, that's my the, beach. The northern, the nor- oh, uh, she might not claim it in a second, because the northern half of Black <laughs> Beach is a nude beach. Um, oh, yeah, no, Oh, no. yeah, okay, so, no, that, so, you know, that is B- Vicky's last yeah. name, and so she's like, yeah, my beach. I did not see Vicky there, uh, thankfully. No, um, thank God. But we, <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. But you have to walk down a, a fairly uh, grueling path get there um so if you're not going there for the naked part um there's not really a lot of other people there so we we went down to the not naked part and had uh, the beach pretty much to ourselves and it was it was a pretty neat experience that is it's, it's hard to priceless did you put blinders on your children or how did you explain that uh well we just kind of told them hey you know when we get down here there's probably gonna be some people out there swimsuits on um but i mean like it's only awkward if you make it awkward right like they they're not like, i mean they weren't doing inappropriate things they're just people walking around that's that's good. So if, uh, like, like my mom, which she doesn't listen to this, but if she did, no, sorry, mom, she, she would freak out about that kind of stuff and make it super awkward. Um, but like, I don't know, they're, they're kids, like, make it not weird unless you make it weird. So. Alrighty. Before we, uh, before we wrap it up here, buddy, is there anything else that you'd like to tell our listeners, uh, possibly maybe comparing the two Walt, uh, Disney World and Disneyland or just anything in general that we forgot to talk about already about your Disneyland trip? Uh, I don't know. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, Mission Breakout, Guardians of the Galaxy. That was oh yes, uh, we didn't. A, That's right. So we're we're big, uh, and I guess I'll talk to Vicky about this because Nick has zero exposure. I get, oh, I, hey now, hey chick- now. This chicken exit. I, I do no exactly that. Yeah. Yes, and that, and yeah. I no. hold true to that story. <laughs> Sorry, it's an sorry, elevator, and it went down. That is, that is not, Whatever. Not, no, that's, that's oh, about as thrilling as the, uh, the elevator in the stretching room. So that doesn't, that doesn't and, <laughs> Andrew, I, I waited in line. I got to an elevator. It went down. Yeah, but it and it, it put me out. It put me out of the gift shop. So yes, I went through the ride. All right, whatever. Because well, every well, ride puts you out through a gift shop. I don't know. Um, Let right. him talk. He's got but to go. All right. Whoa. Uh, some of our family is, are really big fans of Tower of Terror. And uh, it, the seeming of Tower of Terror, I, I, it's, once again, uh, it sounds like a broken record, but but not comparable to anything else outside of Disney World. Um, I do not want them to convert Disney World's Tower of Terror, uh, but I'm really glad they changed one of them to Guardians of the Galaxy because it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. We're, we like the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. We also 
like music. My son's favorite CD is his Guardians of the Galaxy 2 soundtrack. Uh, he listens to Mr. Blue Sky on repeat all time. So it was uh, just having that 80s music. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, they play the 80s music. They have uh, the characters. The cue line is, is all themed to Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, uh, it's a, It was a very welcome change in my opinion. Some people are upset about it, but I, I, I liked it quite a bit. Well, That's good to know. I mean, yeah, it really is. There, there you heard it from Andrew. It's, it was, it was great. From Nick. <laughs> no, you are well, so correct. Um, yeah, I don't think the plan is, or that's what we've understood, that they're not going to change Tower of Terror because it was such an uproar that it was happening in Disneyland. They don't want to know what's going to happen in Florida. Yeah. That I, was our interpretation. And I think they, I, I like the fact that they have different things at different places. I think that's, uh, you know, gives you a reason to, to go out to the other one. Especially Cars Land. That's yes. a great example right oh, there. Yeah. yeah, we didn't mention that either. That way, the, the theming was awesome. It had a, a cozy cone, uh, had some bacon, mac and cheese inside a cone, which is, yes. you know, some carbs inside some more cars and it was delicious uh let's say did you did you stay at dusk when the lights come on oh of course so my wife the very first time we went to disney world as adults uh, we went with my parents they planned a trip and we walked in and they uh they saw the or we, we came in at night and the very first thing we saw was the electrical parade and that was my wife's favorite thing at disney world ever until we saw Take the Night Parade, um, which is by far the best parade I've ever seen. Told? I See, I tell my listeners that, and I, I tell all my friends that as well. Well, you heard Andrew here. He took his uh, five-day, five-night trip. Uh, I should say, well, five days, six nights, however you want to look at it. A uh, trip to Disneyland. Thank you so much, Andrew, for coming on. It's uh, It's been too long. We need to have you on again some other time. Be sure to check out Monday's episode as we talk about life lessons learned at Disney. If you're interested in being a guest or on our show or you have a question or a comment, Simply text us at 407-674-0414 or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Awesome. All right. I'll see you. All right. We'll talk to you later, buddy. If you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text us at 407-674-0414 or contact us at travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Remember to check out our friends at waltexpress.com for all things Disney. As always, we'd like to thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapade Podcast. Well, Vixter, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have Have a magical magical day, day, my my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.